Daf Mem Gimel. Today we're learning page 43 of Torah Ur, and we're going to start actually with the beginning of the beer, which is on Daf Mem Base, the last column. This is an explanation on the previous Maimur, which discussed why the Hanukkah Menorah is lit on the left, not on the right. Most mitzvahs are on the right, and mitzvahs is put on the right. The basic explanation is that most mitzvahs are about elevating up towards Hashem. And therefore, that involves love and yearning and positive emotions. Whereas uh, Hanukkah Menorah is about bringing light even into the place of darkness. And that involves gevura, uh, concealment, struggle, and therefore it's on the left. So now... This moment begins with, again, noting that mitzvahs are about elevating up, whereas uh, Torah is about descending down. And uh, how do we uh, bring them together? So imagine if you have someone standing at the, t- at the top of the stairs and someone else standing at the bottom. So they come together through bo- what the one at the top walking down, the one at the bottom walking up. So the explanation is, uh, will understand through first uh, describing the uh, impetus for creation in different ways. So Hashem created the world, but where does that come from? In other words, is that something uh, from a deep set desire within or something more external? So in one pasuk it says, Hashem whatever Hashem wanted he did, which implies it's a deep set desire and, and creation comes straight out of that desire. Whereas in another passage, it says, Bidvar Hashem Shemaim Nasa, with the word of Hashem, heaven was created, which implies it's just a word. He says it, and like we have the Asarim Amaris, the 10 utterances, Hashem said, let there be light, it was light, let there be uh, the, the sky, and it was the sky, etc. So it's just something he said, but something more external. So now, when, uh, when uh, we talk the when we talk about the creation of the actual items the chayme their their material their being so that comes from dibur because uh gashmis is physicality it's it's very sort of uh coarse uh, in the scheme of worlds mostly which are mostly spiritual and, and totally beyond much more uh, in sync with godliness and so the the uh, material the chaymer of creation that comes from uh dibber from hashem's speech whereas the tzura the form that comes from hashem's desire so now the the pasuk says Hashem. How uh, many? How how uh, are your works hashem so they were all made with wisdom now, so that uh, implies that Chachma is, uh, the wisdom is what creates the world. Chachma is the highest of the ten spheres. Now, Chachma relates to Gevura, to uh, discipline and uh, limitation. And that's because uh, Chachma is the beginning of uh, division. In, in, when you uh, think and understand, you differentiate between different uh, things and uh, uh, divide each form and each picture into, into its details. Now, the source of Chachma itse- itself is from beyond Chachma. Uh, the, uh, the source of Chachma is from what's called Beitzina de Kardanissa, the uh, dark uh, light, which, uh, is, uh, a, which uh, in- introduces the concept of measure and limitation uh, to Hashem's light, 
and uh, with, with in Chachma uh, that in Chach, so although it's so its source is in is from a is from what is called this dark lights. So in other words, a place of concealment. But Chachma itself is is a is a revelation of Hashem, uh, and therefore, though it has many details. Uh, which details come from Gvura, but still all the details are uh, united, are at one. And this is like when you have an idea, you can think about it in one second, and the idea can include many different uh, parts and many different uh, you know, concepts and, and items that you, you, you sort of see it all in your mind at once, the whole idea at once. But then when you want to explain it in words, it might take you a long time to explain what you saw in, in, in a second or what you thought, the, the idea that came to you like that in a flash. So similarly with Chachma, that it, yes, it has a lot of details, but it's, they're still united. But once they come, it comes into speech, then each one becomes a separate uh, point. And uh, that's actually what happens in the ten mamaras that it divides creation into these uh, different parts, and the uh, the there's there are the number of mamaras of utterances to do with creation is ten, uh, because it doesn't specify into every little detail. It just gives ten. It just Hashem only mentions specifically in the asar mamaras ten general creations. Next paragraph. The reason is uh, that with speech, uh, what it, what it, when you divide, uh, uh, when you mention details in speech, uh, that makes it uh, each detail into a yes, into an existence for itself. Because with uh, for, with chachma. Chachma is one with uh, Hashem's unlimited light, and therefore that wouldn't allow the, the idea of a yesh of a, something independent. Only when it gets when, as the light evolves down towards Malchus, which is speech, that's when they, that's when the uh, the uh, creations become independent. Uh, because Malchus is the end of Atzilus. Atzilus is the world where everything is at one with Hashem, and Malchus is what creates it's the 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 uh, source of uh, the lower worlds of Bria, Bria etc. But even though now they're in there, they exist as independent creations. But still, Hashem uh, Hashem is still involved and and uh, directing all of them. And that's also the concept of Malchus kingship that the, the king is in charge and instructs the subjects. And therefore, it's this is now the level of Bitul Hayesh. Atzilus is Bitul Bumtzilus. That their their whole existence is, is, is totally not nullified. There is only Hashem. Whereas Bitul Hayesh means they exist, but they serve Hashem and they they submit to Hashem. So they are an independent existence that then submits back to Hashem. And that's what Malchus can achieve within the worlds of Biyah. And that's what we mean. We say we say this in in Vayvarach David. Uh, this pasuk is quoted that uh, the the uh, hosts of heaven bow to Hashem, meaning that although they're in in Biyah, but they they uh, bow to Hashem. And we see this with the sun and the moon and the constellations that they're all going towards the west, which is the idea of bowing to Hashem, bowing to the Shechin in the west. 
And this uh, bittle is introduced to them through the higher uh, energy within creation, which is from Chefetz, from Hashem's desire. Uh, that that is enclosed, that that idea of chafetz, uh, that Hashem uh, desires the world, <coughs> uh, that represents a light from beyond, a light of keser, a light of uh, ain't safe, and it in, but it encloses itself in chachma, and then chachma introduces this bitl, this uh, nullification to creation, even as it comes from malchus. And... Uh, and uh, whatever is below receives from what is higher. So Malchus receives this uh, uh, this uh, bitl from Chachma. Now the uh, the while the, the the Gentiles say that uh, that they 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 relate Hashem as Elikim as the God within nature. And therefore, since now and and the God within uh, limitation symptom that only uh, only gives uh, w- the world the uh, the energy and and only relate Hashem only relating to the world according to what they can take. So that so from that um, level, Elikim, then that's the way it is that there can't be more light of Hashem, more godly energy uh, introduced into the world beyond what the original. Uh, light that was given with creation because it would be too much for for created the created beings but that that the yidden relate to Hashem havaya the god the name of hashem beyond nature and uh, that's what the pasuk means ki ani adaiti i know ki gadol havaya that Hashem is great. What does this pasuk mean? That ani I is uh, Malchus, the the uh, the uh, which is uh, the source of the um, the souls of the Jewish people, Knesset Yisrael, and Knesset Yisrael knows the Jewish collective knows uh, about Havaya, Havaya's greatness, and Havaya is Hashem as he is beyond nature, uh, and o- over to the top of Mem Gimel, and uh, and that that is that. Godliness beyond nature dominates over Elikim. Whereas Pari says, I don't know about Havai, I don't know about Hashem beyond nature. All I can relate to, Pari saying, is Shem Elikim, Hashem within nature. And uh, therefore, Hashem now ha- left uh, the, the earth. In other words, he can't get any more involved than the rules of nature. But this is, of course, not true because nature itself is unnatural. In other words, the, the, like it says in Shayich Munna, that the natural state of being is that there should be only Hashem. The fact that at every moment the world exists as a separate entity is because of constant creation. Hashem has to prop it up again and again every moment. And therefore, it's more unnatural than water going up instead of down, like what, what happened with Kriyas Yamsov, with the splitting of the sea, that there had to be a wind constantly blowing it and keeping the, the water up as walls to let the B'nai Yisrael, the Israelites, cross. And the same thing with the world, that it needs to be constantly recreated. Uh, and so the, although the Goyim uh, uh, say they only relate to Elikim, uh, but the truth is that so that whatever Hashem desired, and he used the name Havaya, he made that this is a unification of Havaya together with Elikim, 
or in other terms, like we say in L'Shem Yechud before Bar Shammar, it's a, it's a unification of Kud Shabrichu, the Holy One, blessed be He, which is Shem Abaya, the uh, God's light beyond nature, uh, with Shechina, which is uh, Hashem as He is manifest within nature and within worlds. And this is this uh, unification happens through Shem Havaya being dr uh, drawn down into Shem Elikim. Uh, and that nullifies the yesh, the independent existence, and then make, makes makes it obviously one with Hashem. Now there are two ways that Havaya and Elikim can unite. Either Havaya going down to Elikim, and this is called Shil of Havaya Elikim, Havaya um, fitting into <coughs> into Elikim, and then like you see in some Sidurim, uh, you know they have a more Kabbalistic bent. That it when it says Hashem's name, it, it mixes the uh, Adnai and Havaya or Elikim and Havaya. So here we have Elikim first and then Havaya, then Yud Kevavke. So Aleph, then Yud, then Lamed of Elikim, and then the Hay, etc. Uh, so there we have Elikim first. Or the other system is well, Elikim goes up to Hashem. And then the main place is Hashem. In other words, the name uh, Hashem's energy beyond nature, then that is first. Then you're first of the Yud of Havaya, then the Aleph of Elikim, then back to the Hay of Havaya, then the Lamed of Elikim. Because then the primary uh, identity is Shem Havaya. Now, the advantage... Uh, there's, there's an advantage of when Elikim goes up to Avaya because, uh, because if when Havaya comes down to Elikim, so then there's it's going into the world, the realm of symptom where there's a, a con, con, contraction and concealment. But when Shem Elikim goes up, rises beyond to Shem Avaya, so then it's going to into a place of uh, unlimitedness. And therefore, that, that is the greater way. In this context, halal, elevating up, it, it, it brings to a greater light of Hashem, then hamshacha, then uh, Hashem's unlimited light coming down. Now, like we, we've, been, we've explained on previous days, previous stuff in, in the previous in the moment where this is based on as well that ner mitzvah ter so the mitzvah is uh, is uh, halal is go, going up to Hashem, uh, taking a physical item and bringing it up to Hashem, revealing the holiness. Whereas Torah er Torah is dictating how the world should be according to Hashem's plan. In other words, bringing Hashem's light down into the world. So we can understand this through understanding the concept of letters. Letters are a strange thing because on one hand, we use letters to convey an idea. But on the other hand, they just come out of us naturally. We don't, when we play music, you have to plan where you want to, uh, which notes you, you're trying to make. And therefore, uh, whatever instrument it is, whether it's a violin or a piano, whatever it is, you have to touch in the right places you know, or blow, you know, holding the right places uh, in order to, uh, produce that sound but with letters we don't have to do that whatever we want to say automatically our mouth moves to that in that uh, shape to produce that letter and that's because letters uh they the idea of the letter is seichel but the in other words the ideas that you want to convey through this uh combination of letters and words but the concept of making a sound automatically that comes from beyond 
uh, the beyond one's regular uh, ten spheres because uh, it, it's it's sort of it just happens. It's it's this sort of power from beyond that we we can't uh, describe and we don't know how it works. Uh, so now within letters, there's uh, letters of our thought and letters of our speech because even when we think, there's letters there as well. And the letters of thought relate to the sphere of bina, where which understanding, which is development of an idea. Whereas the letters of speech relate to malchus, which malchus is about giving over to other, allowing for the idea of an other. Now, speech uh, speech above is more internal than speech below in the physical world, and therefore the speech above is like our thought. And so therefore, when the Malachim speak, that's like us thinking. And uh, then you have at even higher levels, you have even higher speech and higher thoughts. Now, the, the uh, re- source of the revelation of letters and words is in Chachma, like uh, Unkelus translates the Pasuk by he, Adam, when the person, the per- person became alive, Adam was uh, created. Unkelos translates it, Nechichaya is a spirit which can talk, a soul which can talk. So that comes from Enchaya, uh, uh, the level of the Neshama, Chaya relates to Chachma, uh, because uh, we had uh, Nefesh is, mal- is related to Malchus, Ruach is related to Midas, uh, Neshama related to Bina, Chaya related to Chachma, and then Yechida is, is uh, beyond, is the Einsef. But although this is where letters come from, that's not the that's not the uh, original source. The original source, the hidden source, is beyond is keser, and that's the idea that we just put our mouth automatically into the place we want. Whereas the the content of our words that comes from chachma, um, and uh, chachma is really where the subconscious is revealed. So therefore, within spheres, the one closest to chachma is. Uh, the one closest to Keser is uh, Chachma. The one closest to the beyond is Chachma, because like we've explained on previous uh, days and Dafim, that Chachma is when you just let your subconscious talk. You have a memory, you have an idea, so the, the a dream. So these things come from within without you actively processing, and therefore they're, they're, they're the truest to Keser. And uh, the, therefore, uh, the the main source of uh, the letters is from beyond seichel, beyond intellect. But then they come into intellect in order to think uh, because the uh, in order to convey an idea, you need words, even in your mind, even when you think, not only when you speak, you need words. Uh, in, 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 and we think in different, in whatever language we normally uh, think in or speak in, but the letters are not only intellect, uh, because uh, you and because, like we said before, but that uh, they've got a higher source. But also because you can convey the same idea with different words, and different uh, people will each convey the same idea in their own style. And like we see, even within commentaries on Gemara, that Tosfos and the Ran might say the same thing, but each will say it in their own words, based on their uh, inner style. And uh, the 
an, ex an example of this, that in other words, this idea that you could have something which involves the mind, but that's not all of this. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's got involves, uh, it's, it has a part, but it's not the, it's not the essence. So in Hasidus, it talks about uh, the, I, the idea of, uh, of uh, having a child or bearing a child. So, uh, the uh, so this it, it, how the zera comes from the mind and then goes goes down until the uh, the, uh, the person fathers a child. So the the um, in order to do this, the the uh, boy has to mature and have this ability. And besides that, there's also other external uh, influences, like for example, what he what he eats uh, that has an impact. And, and uh, other things, but still, although what what he eats can have an impact, but the the uh, food doesn't have this power of uh, procreation. Uh, the the power of procreation is from within and starts from the mind go, and go, then goes down. So the same thing uh, with letters that they really are beyond intellect. Uh, but but intellect helps them; it helps foster them, uh, like. Uh, like uh, this uh, food which helps fast you know being healthy etc and, and eating and uh, certain foods in particular uh, are cause uh, more more and uh, but they're not the actual the actual thing comes from 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 not from the food but from the the, uh, the from within the person so uh, the same thing with the letters that they also they're beyond sechol they're beyond intellect although the intellect uh, has a part in them And this explains the cryptic statement. It's the the uh, Gemara says that Matat ties crowns. He creates crowns for Hashem from the tefillahs, from the prayers of the Jewish people. So what's it saying here? It's saying that when the letters of prayer go up to Hashem, so they're, they're uh, carried up by Malach and by the angels. This Matat is one of the uh, 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 angels, one of the important angels. And you have different angels that are in charge of receiving prayers in different chambers. And then it, it says that the um, Malach kisses the uh, words of the prayer. And the concept of kissing is uh, when the uh, air from within the body, from within the mouth, um, coming out into what is kissing. So uh, similarly, the Malach adds, uh, adds spirit adds, and adds uh, its air to the the prayers of the Jewish people, and this lifts the prayers from human speech into angelic speech, which, like we said before, that the speech dibber in higher worlds is like our machshava, our thought, and then it can, the tefillah continues to elevate uh, from world to world. And this is the idea of making crowns, uh, meaning that lifting up our prayers until the source in Keser, in the uh, the uh, Hashem's unlimited light, and what and this this idea of bringing up the the tefillas to the highest point is uh, is because the the uh, words of uh, the whole like we gave the example of, of how words the source of words is beyond intellect although they have a idea in them so uh with the tefillah what we're trying to do is also to to connect to the beyond and uh like for example 
when we say Yehiratzen, these are powerful words. What does Yehiratzen mean? That Hashem had one plan. He wanted to, he thought, he, Hashem says, okay, this is the right way going forward. And then we say Yehiratzen, um, God, can you please create another desire? Can you please want something else? Uh, that we say Yehiratza and uh, to uh, bring down a new desire from uh, uh, that that uh, comes into worlds. And uh, although uh, there was logic and there was reason to say, okay, well, you're actually not going to receive this blessing uh, and uh, hardship is uh, for a reason, it's for a purpose. But still, we're asking for a new Ratsa and a new desire from beyond, which is in a place beyond Gevura, beyond the need for severity and, and din. And instead, just to, in Keser, there's, there's, uh, there's no severity. There's uh, the Yud Gimel Rachmin, the 13 attributes of mercy. And we want to uh, tap in to there, that place where there's only mercy and only un Hashem's unlimited light. Okay, next paragraph. Now, this concept that we've explained about letters, that they have the ideas you're trying to convey, which are within Hishashlus, within the chain of worlds, but the concept of letters themselves, that you just put your mouth automatically in the right place, is beyond, beyond uh, one's uh, spheres. So this, this helps us understand about the mitzvah and Torah. So mitzvah... Uh, is compared to a lamp. Now, a fire only burns when you have air. So besides the uh, the wick and the fuel and the fire itself that we explained previously, uh, previously there's also the air. Without air, the, the fire will go out. And uh, this air relates to letters. Now, although in terms of the four foundational elements, we've got fire, air, water and earth so fire is considered the highest the most spiritual then air then water and then earth so though fire is higher than air but in its source air is the highest and uh like like we we see with yaakov that when yaakov came uh to uh, to the haramaria when he was on his way to love and he said how awesome is this place and uh, why did he say awesome, Noira? Noira is a, a reverence, and Yaakov is Tiferes. This would be more appropriate for Yitzchak to say. But the idea is that since Yaakov is the, the third, and Avram is on the right, Chesed, Love and, love and kindness. Yitzhak is on the left, discipline, severity. Yaakov has to bring them together. Now, in order to bring them together, which is Tiferes, where you bring together Chesed and Gvor, in order to do that, you have to be higher than bo uh, both of them to, to tap into a light beyond both of them. And that's what Yaakov did. And this is also similar to um, air. And that air represents the Mimutza, the uh, the the medium which links together the two sides, the right and the left. So on the right, we have Chachma, Chesed, and Netzach. 
Chachmas, the original idea, which is just coming out from the subconscious. And then Chesed is again going out, expressing yourself, giving. And then Netzach is that uh, even when there are obstacles, you're just going to plow forward. You're going to do it anyway. And then we have on the left, we have Bina, which is thinking back into the idea that you had uh, and, and, and qualifying it, etc. So it's on the left. And Gvura, again, is restraint and discipline. And then Hoyd also, humility and holding back, not expressing yourself. This is all on the left. And then when we want to bring them together, that is the middle uh, line. The middle line includes Keser, which is uh, which is uh, beyond Chachman uh, Benotz. It's, it's uh, this unlimited uh, godly energy. Then Das, which links intellect with emotions. Then Yaktiferis, which puts together Chesed and Gvura. That all, it takes into account the concerns of Gvura, but still gives and expresses like Chesed. And then Yesod, which again, it takes into account both the Netzach's perspective and Hoed's, both the plow forward and, and let's do this in a very humble way and then and then takes them both together and then gives and uh gives what uh the uh sort of the uh, decision so that's all the middle line and in order to have the middle line the middle line actually starts with Kesser, which is beyond and uh that and that's connected to avir air which Avir is made up of the word er, light, together with an extra yud. That yud is uh, this is uh, the, the concealment is represents concealment. Like we know that yud is symptom; it's the smallest letter, so it represents limiting light. Uh, and that uh, that brings that that brings down the light to actually to actually shine. Uh, like letters, that letters themselves mean nothing, they're concealment. But they, when you put them together, then the idea can come through. So the same thing, air, so air is, represents a concealment. It's got this yud in it, but through it, it allows the fire to burn. So the air is, it's, it's a nothing, the state of nothing and, and concealment, but without it, there could be no fire. And this is uh, similar to Ner Mitzvotar so mitzvahs uh, are like this fire, and they elevate all the way till uh, till keser, uh, till Hashem's unlimited the, the the seat of Hashem's unlimited energy. And in keser, you have six hundred and twenty uh, pillars that uh, that link uh, Hashem's unlimitedness with the with the world within within creation and then phys uh, physical world. And that's the concept of Yaakov that can link the highest levels with the lowest with the lowest levels, and therefore Yaakov is compared to a rope, like the pasuk says, "Ki Yaakov that Yaakov is the rope of his inheritance. The idea of a rope is that it it connects the highest with the lowest, and similarly with mitzvahs. So it, the mitzvahs elevate whatever item is used in the mitzvah to to keser Tashem's unlimited light. And from there to receive um, more light, and that's the idea of uh, Torah, uh, the light of Torah, which then shines down. Now, Torah is called Marshal Kadmoni, the uh, original, um, the Marshal, 
the original parable. And the idea of a parable is to explain the concept in a simpler way. Now, it says about Shlomo that he had 3,000 mishal and 3,000 parables. Simply, each parable was on a separate topic. But at a higher level, the, the mishalim, all 3,000 of them were to explain one concept. Why? Because Shlomo was 3,000 levels beyond the people. So therefore, there are 3,000 steps, each one a little bit more uh, sort of uh, course and a little bit closer to the physical reality in order for it to get down to us. And uh, that's because uh, Shlomo's wisdom reached Malchus Tatsilos, the end of Atsilos, uh, as it shines into the world's Biyah, and therefore, it, it, since there are these three worlds that Shlomo has to bring down, Hashem's light tilt to explain it at the at the level of the bottom of Asiya. So there's three worlds. Each world can be divided into 10 spheres. Those 10 can be divided into 10 and those 10 into 10. Therefore, you have really 3,000 levels and Shlomo was able to, to bring down Hashem's light to explain it so that it can be revealed throughout all these 3,000 levels. Uh, now... Malchus itself is, uh, as it stays in Atilos, is Ruch HaKodesh, is uh, to get this uh, divine inspiration. Uh, and then even beyond Malchus, there's Netzach and Hoed, which is the seat of prophecy. And, and that's why there are so many... It, so, so there are so many interpretations uh, to Torah. It says there are 600,000 explanations for every Pasuk in Torah and in every, every uh, sentence of prophecy. And uh, that's, uh, that's because they all come from Atsilos. Uh, but even within the worlds of Priya, Yitzir Asiya, within the worlds of creation, so you still have uh, 3,000 levels because, as we said, each world is divided into three times a 1,000. And Shlomo was able to understand and explain at each one of these 3,000 levels. Uh, but the truth is that even the Torah as it is in Atsilos is not the uh, ultimate Torah either. Uh, but it's just a marginal compared to Torah as it is within Hashem's unlimited self over the page. And uh, which uh, Torah is one with Hashem, just like it says that the, that uh, Yisrael, uh, Yisrael, that the Jewish people and Hashem are all one. The same thing with Torah that I write It's in order to bring down this unlimited energy, the, which is the original source of Torah. That's through Ner Mitzvah, which is Ner Mitzvah is the uh, avir, it's the uh, the air around the fire. And uh, the mitzvahs lift up the item to Hashem, to Hashem, and meaning Hashem's unlimited uh, self. And this is like a carbon, that the idea of a carbon is you take an animal and lift it up to Hashem. And the same thing with any mitzvah, let's say with tefillin, where, where the parchment is a, a physical thing, and then we lift it up to Hashem, make it holy. So, so what we, ha we have is we have a physical item being included in Hashem's, uh, in Hashem and in, in spirituality. And that's what we mean when we say in the bracha, before doing a mitzvah, Hashem has sanctified us through his mitzvah, so that the mitzvah sanctify us and the world. 
Now the mitzvahs also then bring down Hashem's light. So they do actually both halal, lifting up to Hashem, and hamshacha bringing down. But Torah is, ex- ex- is exclusively hamshacha bringing Hashem's light down. And that's why you, we use the expression kaira reading Torah. But kaira also means to call, uh, because you, you're calling out to someone else who's outside of you. Uh, that, but when, when you call, you're calling to, uh, uh, you so, uh, that, that, that is Taira, but, uh, and, but through the, uh, proceeding uh, with the mitzvah, which mitz, mitzvahs elevate up to Hashem. So then afterwards, Taira is brought down. This is what we're asking for when when we say that uh, Hashem's name should be blessed, like we say that Hashem's great name should be blessed, because Hashem Himself is when we talk about Yudke Vavke, the, the, that name of Hashem, it's in Zah in the Midas of Atzilus. But the name is always lower. The name is as it goes down and relates to others. Therefore, the name of Hashem, when we say, um, is uh, in Malchus. And uh, but when we say the great name, like the Pasuk says, uh, when, we, when we talk about, uh, uh, we, we, we talk about uh, Shmei Agado or in Kaddish, Shmei Rabbo's great name. So this great name is uh, is uh, Keser. Keser is the uh, Malchus beyond worlds. Uh, so that's Hashem's unlimited light. Uh, and and when and th- therefore we say that I should, therefore it's it's a, it's of course in the singular we say blessed in singular uh, because we're talking about the world of oneness Atzilus is the world of oneness and certainly beyond Atzilus and this is also what we mean when we talk about and we quoted this in the in the previous Maimer that Hashem. Uh, that Hashem uh, shakes his shakes his head. He nods his head. That the idea of nodding the head is bringing down from Keser, bringing down from beyond. And when so when we uh, say the Kaddish after Agadita, so then Hashem nods his head. Uh, so this is so representing bring down this energy from beyond from Keser. And uh, Agadita, in particular, the uh, the uh, stories and uh, within and uh, the uh, Agada within uh, Torah, it, it has the most of the secrets of Torah hidden in it, like that Rizal says. And then when we say the Kaddish after Agada, so then Hashem shakes his head. But if someone just learns, then uh, it, it just brings Hashem's light onto him. But when you have a minion learning together, so then we bring them down a more general light. Now, with, with all this explanation, we can come back and explain about why Hanukkah is on the left, although mezuzah is on the light, because on the right, because mezuzah is a mitzvah, right? and therefore it is about elevating up to Hashem. And we want to elevate the house and everything in it. It should all be, uh, be lifted up to Hashem. And therefore, in mezuzah, we write about Bahafta, how we should love Hashem. 
with, uh, with, all, with all our heart and all our soul. So all our heart is uh, davening with our heart. All our soul is with Torah, that we, we through Torah we unite our, our thought with Hashem's thought, our speech with Hashem's speech, and Hashem speaks through us. And then with all our might, this refers, also refers to one's possessions and money. And therefore we were, we're at, what we're doing is we're elevating one's house and all his possessions to Hashem. And that, therefore, that's on the right. With It's all with love. Whereas Hanukkah and Menorah is on the left, which uh, Hanukkah is linked to Torah. The Yavanim, the Greeks, their battle was against Chachma of Torah. And therefore, we put the Menorah on the, uh, by the opening to the house outside because uh, the opening of the house, opening is, uh, is a hint to Malchus, uh, and uh, it, it, it says about Aaron that um, that with this Aaron will come into the holy. And uh, so th- this also refers to th- uh, with the, with this is with the, is also Malchus and, and uh, like you use the door to go in and out, just like it says Aaron comes in. And what we want to do is then not only bring Hashem's light into Malchus, but bring Hashem's light into the worlds of Biyah, where there's separation and independent existence, uh, like the Pasuk says in Hirashirim, even on uh, Hare Basar and the faraway mountains, to bring Hashem's light even there into a place of separation and darkness. And this is all on the left, uh, uh, fighting through concealment, and all this struggles and therefore this was in the time of the second base of Mikdash that the second base of Mikdash is also related to Gvura um, as opposed to the first base of Mikdash with Chesed and uh, therefore this was achieved this uh, flowering of the of Hanukkah and flowering of Torah was achieved in the second base of Mikdash on the left where we're bringing Hashem's light down into a place of darkness this concludes the Mimer beer on Nerchanaka, Miss Mel.